one, check two, this is it, here we go, Harry, here we go, welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour, with your host, me, Rob Cantrell, oh man, I'm excited for this episode, I have my good friend, a dope dude, a dope actor, super lucky to get this kid's time, because uh, he was just in a movie, a great film called The King of uh, Staten Island. He was on The Daily Show, not The Daily Show, The Nightly Show, which was on Comedy Central, which was funny. Uh, and he's a good dude and a funny comedian, actor, cat. Give it up for Ricky Velez, everybody. <laughs> What's up, Rob? How are you? Good, my man, good. Awesome, awesome. How are you doing, my friend? You know, pandemic, pandemic. <laughs> Still like doing all the right things and washing my hands and wearing masks and you know. Yeah. Trying to keep sane. That's the gig, my man. Uh, yeah. I'm doing the same. Like I don't play it too heavy, but I don't play it dumb. Like I take my vitamins and I try to, I ditch out on crowds, but I mask up. But at the same time, I'll kick it with some old homie. You know, I'll kick it with some old yeah, friends. Yeah, you, you, know? you always like, you always like, for some reason, you have some excuse why somebody's allowed to be around you when you're just being a little selfish. <laughs> yeah. I heard Bill Burr say it the best. He said, everybody went outside based on their ego. Like, yeah. <laughs> you could see how long it took. Um, it's, dude, it's crazy. It's wild. I went and did show. I did a show with uh, Melanian uh, Burbigs. Yeah. And it was just like, it's, it was jarring to see 400 people. Like, it's weird. Like, we're, we're, we're like, we're like, at first I was like, yo, I don't fucking miss stand up. I'm fine. I don't need stand up right now. I'm a man. I don't need, and then like, yeah, I yeah, got, yeah. got like four months in. I was like, yeah, I need stand up. I need this bad. And then like to get back in front of 400 people on your first time, fucking, it, it was pretty wild. It was fun though. I was searching, which was crazy. Like to be searching for my own jokes is pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done one. I stopped like March 11. I did the secret loft, and I told him he's got to pay me like 25 extra bucks to do it. <laughs> it was right when the shit was getting hot. I was like, I'm too old to be out there, kid. You got to throw me some extra bones on this one. And then I did. I went lockdown. You know, my man gave me out of nowhere gave me a shitload of edibles. And I didn't have any weed, but I just had an edible for every day for like 30 days. Before, before during COVID? COVID. Like the first Dude, third, that, that's just how I got through. That's just how I did it. I stopped smoking completely for at least the first 60 days. That's great. Went 60 days, no smoking. Uh, actually, the first 30 of those days, I did uh, no weed. Great. And uh, I, then I just went back to edibles and like, I've, it, it feels a lot better. Yeah, man. Yeah. 100%. Working out and I'm busy. Like, it's good. That's good. You look great, dude. And you had a great movie that look, came out. There's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing feeling great about this. No, I, no. You always I look like a million bucks. I have that anxiety. I always have like another fucking like, so it's just like everybody that ever told me to work out because it'll make my anxiety go away. They're wrong. Like now I'm just strong and sad. <laughs> <laughs> but you could do yo but you could do 30 pull-ups are you yeah. doing the pull-up where you go all the way up and then do the do the jail pull-up where you go oh, i you, wish dude that's I the bad boy i want to get to that that's I that's like know someone's done time yeah 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 but when yeah, you see somebody do that you're not yeah. messing with them 
Yeah, they did that from a bunk in Rikers. <laughs> That's not a good workout. Yeah, yeah. That's hardcore. Now, I do the five Tibetan rights, which is these five stretches, and I do those all in a row, and you can knock them out like in 15 minutes, but they're all core exercises. Like they, It sounds spiritual, but it's all from Tibet, and like the monks do it. And they, that's how they live to a hundred. Just like these really simple, like back bridges and all the all the simple yoga shit combined into like, you know, a quick little workout. Doing a lot of the jumping rope and the weighted ropes. Oh, the ropes are dope, man. Yeah, man. So the weighted ropes have been like that's like a, like a full body workout. It's pretty crazy. So it's been great. Yeah, the jump rope. Are you doing this? Are you doing? Can you cross? Bro, I'm nasty. Are you I'm, nasty? What's, what, what kind of whip are you got? You got a leather whip or do you got the plastic joint? Like the PE joint? I have a plastic. I, have, I, have a plastic. I, I like the, it got a good snap. It's yes, good, I like to hear the, Yes. like a timing thing. It's a timing, timing thing. thing. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. a beautiful sound. I love that sound of the plastic the snap. Where, they had the little noodles around them. Yeah. That would be great if I was using one of those. Just. <laughs> but the, there was something if you if you got the leather you could just blah, 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 when you I, I, wrestled, I wrestled since the third grade so I was core I went core but I was never really a jock but I could play all sports I was always yeah, halfway same, decent same. but I was just a goofball but uh but I did work out I like working out and it does help my anxiety and it does help uh me yeah I've been walking I've been uh trying to eat right I've actually instead of all the death and apocalyptic shit that's happening i've been having a good time ricky <laughs> like i'm an introvert at the end of the day like i got no problem hiding out like i'm i'm good at that i do like i, I like i like this but like i also love work yeah I love working so much and it's like it's our day-to-day -day and it got taken so it's like another thing it's like not to complain because people have it a lot worse than we do but it's just like the way things are looking for us, well, we will be the last to come back. <laughs> <laughs> Broadway, Broadway's got, Broadway has got it the worst. It's gonna be, it's gonna be crazy, man. I don't know, I don't know uh, how, how, how we end up back inside, so. Should yeah, be I will work through it. I just got my flu shot and I don't know, for, I don't know, I don't think anything's for certain, but I've never lived in a world of certainty. Like I've always, I've always thought doom was around the corner anyway. So my whole thing is just like living, trying to slow motion it down to like what I'm doing right that moment. And that's all about like hiring your vibration and then good things will come because your vibration's high. Because uh, yeah, just, just that's how I've been just like slow down. Like, like I do think acting is, like you just did that, you did, you killed it. Ricky Velez is, 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 is a scene stealer. And I've known this for years. Put that out in the street. This motherfucker steals scenes, known for it. And I've, I remember Ricky uh, was on the Totally Biased show with W. Kamau Bell with me. It was the first time, I think you were on camera, maybe one of the first yeah, times. Yeah, no, definitely was. That's really crazy, yeah. Dude, you killed it. I remember being pissed because you just fucking, because I was, I, I knew Kamau, I came up with Kamau. Like, Kamau yeah. was my boy. But Kamau, Chris Rock was uh, producing the show. So uh, Jordan Rock, 
was like, you know, kind of working on the show, kind of just learning everything. Called us. He called yeah. us up and he's like, yo, they need stoners in Grand Central. Yeah, they just called you guys as backup stoners. And he did a full interview with me. And then they just did you guys as just like stoned people on the street. But your scene, you killed it. I specific, I still say Bro, that. I that, made I made the commercial for the season. Like yes. it played every, it was so fucking funny. That one clip, bro, for it was, so, I can't even believe I didn't remember, but, but yeah, that like one clip played. You were like, everybody in show business is high. <laughs> he was so funny. He goes, you go, look at the cameraman. He's high. And, and the whole crew started laughing. And I was standing to the side. And I was like, oh, this motherfucker just stole the scene. <laughs> this kid is no joke, man. Uh, and then tell me about working on the Judd Apatow movie as I light this spliff up, man. Dude, he's the man. Bro, he just makes the environment so awesome that you can be so creative and like be as you will. But like he uh, he he just put me in a great place from when we met. I mean, we really we met a few times at the cellar, you know, it's like passing like, hey, how you doing or whatever. But we never like worked together. He never watched my set. And then Pete talked him into giving me an audition and like an audition. And they were like, yo, he likes improv. I came up out of like theater school. So like improv went. They called I that when I, when, I, when, I, when I went to like, when it was like, when it was improv time, like that sucked for everybody else in class. Cause I was going off every time. Like, <laughs> oh, like, I love it. Yeah. So, but like, I always looked at people, but me and my friends, like we do that, like to this day, like those kids, I still chill with, like we compete like that with improv, but we're all like city kids. Like my boy is like a homie from Washington Heights, man. He's a maniac. Like, like so these love guys, it. Like, I love the New York shit you came up in. So, so you came up, you you he's so I, from I, you I claim Queens. I, yeah. But you're up above Queens. You 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 I remember all our conversations. You <laughs> uh you you come from up above like the last stop in Queens is where last you come from. Train. Last stop F train plus a half hour bus. Yeah. And but your dad was was and tell me your background again because it's a trip. It's Puerto Rican and Irish, right? My mom, my mom was Irish. My dad was Puerto Rican. My dad met my mom. My dad was from the Bronx. My mom and dad met. My dad, like, he was a carpenter. He's a maniac. My mom, I like your dad's stories. You, I remember you were telling me like your dad came up in the seventies and eighties of the Lower East Side. Like he yeah, went to CBGBs. Didn't he bounce at these? Yeah, he used to be over there. He used to work with the Ramones. I remember after my mom passed, we were going through a bunch of stuff throughout the house and we just went across through all that stuff and it was like wild, man. Like, oh, shit. shit. He got to, he was like doing the, the prints of the original Ramones shirts. Oh my like, God. Yeah, and they used to have the apartment around the corner from CV. Is it John Barbados now? But if you go around the corner, that apartment's still there. It's still left. There was a loft. And that's like, where they used to chill. Oh my God. Yeah. Is your dad yeah. still alive, dude? Yeah, but we're not in contact no more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to bring it up, homie. Yeah, no, sorry that's, to bring uh, it up. No, Everybody's no, got no. a drama. Every uh, oh, dude, it's insane. It's crazy. It's hilarious. Yeah. But he was original New York cat. I remember you telling oh, yeah, me. Yeah, my family, my family, my family, my whole family is very original in New York and like we've been here and no one leaves. And if you do leave, it's in a box usually, but <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Ricky. Um, we all we all lived in the same neighborhood forever too. Like we like no one left the neighborhood. It was pretty. It was, 
Like I grew up in a house two doors down from the house my mom grew up in. <laughs> <laughs> That's some clean shit right there, yeah. man. Uh, yeah, no, New York's tough, man. And uh, I would say all you guys that are original York, Giannis, all, I mean, everybody just like, these are some, <laughs> these are some of the toughest kids I've run with. And I've run with some of the toughest kids because New York, you're just, and it, just to give some hope to New York, because I am an outsider, it is like a hustle town. Like you have to learn from a young age, like you're dealing with the best of the best and everybody's going so fucking hard. And there's, it's not really your fault. It's just so many damn people. It's so funny too. It's like, it's like, it's so funny how some, like I have a cousin that like growing up, everybody was like, he, what does he do for a living? And no one knew. And it was like, oh, he's like a janitor in the city or something. And I went to his house and he had like a Cadillac and a huge house and the rest of that. And he was obviously selling drugs. <laughs> uh, and then he sold me drugs. <laughs> yeah, man. New York goes off because I always say New York's a drinking town because it's like the bar and restaurant. So it's like a cocaine. It's not really a weed town. Just to list, tell the listeners, I know you're maybe taking a break from the herb. But what I rolled, Ricky, as I got this strain that's like, what's one of the best strains right now? And it's called Super Alien Cookies. And Super Alien Cookies, it's a part of cookies. And then it's like, it's a 50-50 hybrid. It's like the most even hybrid there is. It's perfect. But it's a little too strong, you know? So then I got some CBD flour. And then I mixed it like just straight CBD flour. And then with with the super good herb and then roll the spliff with it. Man, you're doing you're doing science over there, man. Yeah, I've been doing it for a long time. <laughs> Just like the balance of coffee and weed, man. It's 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 a tough one that I have not ever been able to manage. Yeah, knowing you, it may not be the best for you, like, because coffee speeds you up and it kind of makes you intense. And you don't need that. Like, this is my new theory, Ricky, because you're so chill and I'm a chill dude. And but we're the same. The chillest dudes are actually the most high strung. I, I would I would I would say yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely, absolutely that's like the most the most the more laid back. Really look at Burr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but he's kind of chill underneath. He really is, though. He's Dude, like, I've known Burr for like 20 years. Everybody's freaking out about Burr. Bill, Bill's not who you should be worried about. <laughs> Bill's going to make you laugh. If he leans into you, just start laughing because it's pretty funny. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's, I mean, he, when, I, I don't know, I look forward to running into him again. And, but he does lean into me. He starts lighting me up. And it's always right, fucking, man. yeah, he's just, it's always funny, man. It's always funny. What have you been doing to waste this time? Uh, wait, yeah, I've been uh, writing. Like you said, I wanted to talk to you about your writing because Herb does get, not again the way, but it's a balanced thing. But I also know, like I've been meditating deep and just like when you try to force writing, it hurts. Like it doesn't make it better. It, it's almost, Absolutely. it has to be a natural. To, to get through something. You What's that? You have to force it to get through something. And that's like, that's, that's what what's very important about having a writing partner. Like mine is really amazing. Um, do you know Judah Miller? He worked on Crashing. 
Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I've heard of his name, and but I know he was, the work. He's coming at Staten Island with us. Um, oh wow! And he, he's he's just the fucking man, and like he's just somebody like that keeps me motivated. The way he moves, it's just like okay, if he can do it, I can do it. He like he's doing it with an older kid and the rest of that. So it's just like, and honestly, like kept our mind sharp during the pandemic. Yeah, writing is no joke, man. It's chopping wood. Like, I think I, the hardest, I think the hardest thing about writing during this time definitely was like the mental take pandemic was taking away from people like to, 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 to turn off that light of just like paying attention to what's going on in the world and try to like write or make a world it's it was tough that was a tough fucking that's been, it's been very tough and i hope it's clearing up it seems to be clearing up i believe yeah that's how it does that stuff you just gotta work it's like a piece of you're literally like chopping into granite so you're just like you'll hit like some granite that you don't even, that's so hard you're just like you're breaking axes on it <laughs> but then well, you work yeah. at it for a while and you're like oh okay it works you know you work yeah, through it more than rewarding than actually figuring out that puzzle piece too it's like you know there's sometimes like we write a lot we write a lot like tell me about your schedule so you got this he's core he's cranking scripts out on the regular this guy's oh, got a well, writing well, agent well the thing was the thing was um so when we did the movie, Judd started watching my stand-up. Judd started like coming around. And then he was like, yo, I want you to uh, do punch-up on the movie. So I'm actually a co-producer on that movie. Oh, which, that's great. Yeah, which was huge and awesome. And I'm like so grateful they gave that to me. That's and, amazing. On King of Staten Island? Yeah, I'm a co-producer on it. Oh, that's like, dope, man. Yeah, it's sick. So um, right after the movie my writing partner instead of going back home to la he just spent two months in new york without his kid and wife he stayed for two more weeks and me and him figured out a show together so we've just been writing on that sense and it's just been so fun like oh, man. It's fun like we laugh a lot like <laughs> oh tell me about it or do you want to keep it on the low too much yeah we're not really telling people uh quite yet but like it's it's awesome it's sick I'm sure it is. It's going to be some New York Ricky Velez shit, man. And you're funny as hell. It's going to be, it's going to be really tough. I like it. And it's like, and we're moving in the same tones of, uh, of Staten Island. So I like that too. Oh, New York is awesome. And that's what you know. So it's been nice, but, um, yeah, I mean, we work, uh, he lives in LA. I live here. So we start basically at noon. So I spend my whole morning like working out, playing with the kids. Yeah. And um, start up and get my shower in 1130. I'm working by noon. And what do you, do you got a do you got final draft open and you're writing words or are you on a Zoom call with him bouncing ideas? Uh, FaceTime audio going back and forth. And uh, then uh, judge jumps in, judge jumps out like it's like. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's busy, man. And but the thing is, like, it's like we just write a lot, a lot, lot. Oh man, the most like we've we've definitely we've done we've done a large amount of rewrites. But at the same time, there hasn't been a time we did one and it didn't get much, much better. Like it's always so, yeah, always. It's just rewrites are what it where it's at, man. That's yeah. how you make something good is rewriting it. That's why you can't ever let go of shit. I got scripts. My laptop died last night, dude. 
like out of nowhere. I just been cutting the video, I've been doing GarageBand, iMovie, all kinds of shit, you know, yeah. just jamming on a final draft and it just broke. So I got a Mac mini from the basement that I had laying around. But I just uh, I just hooked it all up. That's a huge problem. Yeah, but I got through it and now I got this new setup. I got this new I'm gonna be a cam girl, man. This is the camera's fucking rocking. I'm killing this. Uh yeah, so so uh yeah, shit comes up and you just gotta deal with it, man. And uh and and you're de- and you're in but that's the thing about having a high pressure awesome gig like it sounds awesome but i can also tell there's a lot of pressure on you right now and like you're you're just trying to focus and i mean i think that's actually sort of like why like judd's movies are as good and why people are willing to give him what he gets is because like he makes the environment so fun that i never felt stupid i never felt dumb to pitch something i never felt uncomfortable to so like when it comes to being creative i like like we all go in the same way so it's it's actually really good it's a really good place to create it's my favorite i've ever been involved with yeah man like you just you just feel at home and comfortable and yeah so it's almost cool that you got this quarantine time to focus on writing i think maybe you wouldn't get those guys time as much if they were out running around making films well, dude, sure that, we didn't have to do a whole press tour. We did, we like, we, we, there's so much we didn't do. So, yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of time. But the word on the street, the movie's good, right? Like, everybody, yeah, I, the, the people are happy. People yeah, the are, people are happy. I think you guys did a good job, man. It was a great movie. It was a popcorn, lived, fun, funny movie, man. I think we live to see another day. And, uh, yeah, that'll be great. Yeah, man. Uh, do you drink coffee? I do drink coffee, but I wean myself off of it every like three, four weeks. I just take, take like a week or two off. So what are you doing now? Are you doing raw water as soon as you wake up? Yeah, just pounding a lot of water, man. I pound a lot of water. I, I eat. Are you doing alkaline or are you doing tap, straight up tap? I'm, I'm, I'm on Poland Spring. I'm oh, you're going Poland Spring. Yeah, yeah, I'm in the middle with it. Okay, you're in the middle oh. with it. <laughs> it's not it's not right out the tap. You don't trust the pipes. I have a Ple- weird I have no, I don't trust the pipes, dude. I got Yeah, yeah, yeah. The younger generation don't trust the pipes, man. The younger generation <laughs> I trust knows the pipes what's up. In Queens. I don't trust the pipes here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, I, yeah. You don't see them rip up the roads too much in, in New York City. They rip them up in Queens. Yeah. But um I don't know. Uh yeah, so, but I have a weird diet going on right now. That's really crazy. It's vegetarian all day. Yeah, I dig it. I do that. Then at night for protein, I do, uh, I do a pescatarian. Yeah. And, and then on weekends, I can have meat. Yeah, man. That's how I kick it, too, pretty much. I do chick, chicken mostly. I fuck up a burger every once in a while. Like, I treat it like people treat cocaine. Like, I have a burger, like, every five months you know <laughs> but yeah i rock i'm on to those fucking like vegan packets like you boil in water you've seen those at the grocery store oh yeah man they're like uh they taste just like the uh the carts down in the lower east side like they're these uh just vegan all like mushroom and uh uh i don't like any of that noise man you don't like indian food no Mm. No, no. I don't like anything that's going to ruin the outfit I'm wearing. 
oh yeah, this shit will ruin your breath. It's gonna yeah. ruin the outfit. It's gonna ruin your asshole. It's gonna ruin everything. Everything's going down, man. But you definitely got the funk. <laughs> I got in a car with that stuff once. We were all very mad. <laughs> uh, winter too. Um, so are you? You went to Michigan. So right now you are in not, New York. Yeah. But we started the pandemic in Michigan. Yeah. I like Michigan. It's um, it's a it's a great place. I Where do you guys it. chill up there? Um, like the suburbs of Detroit, like right outside. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like Royal Oak. Oak. Yeah, 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 all that. Mm -hmm. You ever do that theater? They have a beautiful theater. They do. I may have done I, it. I don't mean to say like shit on them, but they were a little too drunk the last time we were there. But it's a beautiful theater. Uh. Royal Oak or Detroit? You went to play Royal the Fox? Oak, no, Royal Oak Music Hall. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's stunning. It's like, what? it's a beautiful theater, but it was the night before Thanksgiving and people came out to get fucked up and they got too fucked up. Like, yeah. it was like, like, it was like disappointing at it. Like, we were like upset with a town. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a, that's a bad crowd for stand-up comedy when they just, people are too drunk and belligerent and just not, like, yeah, there, you need people to listen and stand up. You actually need a really nice audience. Yeah, no, that was not what was going on this year. No, no, in Michigan, they like to get fucked up. Royal Oak. Oh, cold. Yeah, I've done a few great, I've had a lot of fun in Michigan. I've done the Fox Grand Theater. Rapids. Grand Rapids has that club that's great. Yeah, I've never, well... I did Mr. What's-His-Place? Yeah, I have played that place. Welcome back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that a couple times. Yeah, that's a great club. They got, there's a couple great clubs up there. They have a great festival where you basically just trade rooms with comics all day. It's so fun. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah the comedy scene is really good up there. Like, I just did a bunch of gigs that DeRosa hooked me up because my mom is now out there. And... Uh, and uh, I went to go visitors. They were a bunch of one-nighters, but uh, yeah, the com the comics that drove me around were so cool. Like the scene there was awesome. <laughs> you just let the comics drive you around that you meet on Twitter, Rob? Yeah, 100%. You're a maniac, dude. Uh, I, always, I, always, I always, the only time I ever take that is when I'm way too drunk. Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't talk to anybody on Twitter. This was just the, the dude that was booking it in the opener act. Oh, well, opening okay. act. Just the no. opening act gave me a ride. No, I, I just met some young comics there that I, that I could tell the scene was cool. I could tell, like, they got a scene. There, there, there's certain places I do that, and I wake up in the morning back in my hotel, and I was like, I could have been killed last night. I just let <laughs> a guy that said he's a comic yeah. hold me home. Yeah, there's definitely some randos. Blue Room. Have you ever done the Blue Room? Is that in Indianapolis? Where's that? That's in the one of those Midwest yeah, states. Yeah, yeah, I think it's in Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah, I did that. The owner picked me up blasting, um, blasting uh, Spanish music as loud <laughs> as he can, like pa -ra, pa 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 pa. Right, I was like, oh, okay, what's up? And then later on, his assistant drove me home, and he had to blow into his car. <laughs> It was wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah, the random people that pick you up on those type of gigs. Dude, it's amazing. 
Do you do a lot of clubs or I know you're opening for Mulaney and uh, you just opened for Mulaney and Berbiglia. Yeah, I, uh, right now, no, I'm not doing anything. I just don't yeah. like, I mean, we did that show and that was my first time back and that was good enough for me to be like, yeah, I don't want to be outside around people right now. Um, but, yeah, I turned down one weekend in DC and the money was good and it was a W hotel, but it was at the end of July. And I was like, the block is too hot right now, man. I don't want to. It's just sketchy. And I mean, you have a kid, I have a kid. I don't have like, I don't have, I don't know. I can, I can wait. I know it's going to open up again. Um, I'm lucky, yeah. I'm lucky enough to have a job through this. So like, I feel like super lucky that I don't have to run out and do it. Um, I feel you've been doing it over 10 years. I, I, it's a nice I'm, break. I'm just like. Now, all the guys that are out there doing it, like hustling hard, like good for, to you, like be safe. Like, I mean, this shit's taking people down left and right. Yeah, it's nuts, man. Um, it is definitely real. And uh, so, yeah, I just, you got to keep it going as slow and taking the data like day to day. That's how I see it, you know? Yeah, definitely and how I've been going. Uh, do you play an instrument at all? Do you ever play the guitar or anything? Yeah, man, and that was like the one thing I always wanted as a kid. Like I tried every instrument. I could never do it. I could never, ever do it. Couldn't sing. No, none of that noise, dude. Oh, you couldn't rap? Not even a good rapper. <laughs> I can make choruses, but that's about it. I'm not like, I'm not, no. So like music was never my thing, but I always wanted it to be. It was really interesting. Yeah, I'm not great at it. I've been playing guitar, and uh, but I like to do it because it gets me off the phone. Like that's my move. Uh, yeah. I like having activities that I'm not like completely dialed in, and I can take my mind off of everything. Yeah, locking up the phone's good too, man. Sometimes you just gotta lock it up. Do you do that? Is that your power move? Yeah. Turn uh, it up. Uh, delete Instagram. That's a good one. Yeah. Have you, are you off Instagram right now? Did you delete it? Are you, are you, uh, I'm, off it. I'm off it right now. Yeah. I'm definitely you, right oh, now. very good. Good, good, good. But it's on the laptop. That's the power move, right? That's we'll the play. That. Keep it on the laptop. Yeah. Keep it on the laptop and then uh, off the phone. Yeah. It's, I mean, dude, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy that like once I deleted it from my phone, I would still go back to where it was like I would just catch myself on my third page because I moved it to my further. I page. know it's so addictive, man. It's so addictive, and you can. And the movies are even crazier. Like the movies, you can sit there and you're like, should I watch TV or I could just watch these two second clippity claps that are just going by. Well, I mean, have you been on TikTok? Uh, I've seen it. I'm not hating on it. I'm. I just don't want to mess with it. I. I don't. I'm never going to do it. Um, I think it's definitely for the younger generation, but you can easily lose hours. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you just watch some dude that posts surfing videos all day, and <laughs> like just doing different surfing. Like there's such cool shit. Parkour. I can watch parkour for hours, man. And oh. I'm getting a new parkour video every minute. It's nuts. Oh man, I saw an ill dude do some parkour the other day. He ran up and it was like a bodega. In person? No, it was a video. I got on a loop. I don't, I don't know how I got on there, but this dude literally like 
ran up and it was like one of those first floor stores and he just jumped on the top of first floor store, right? Like jumped on the roof and caught it, didn't went like this and then ran to the front of it, jumped and did a boom, flipped over and landed in front of it and then did a roll and then walked like swaggered out. You know, he was like, boom. He was like that, yeah. like, like it's no thing. He just ran in on top of this thing and went down it. I, actually, when you said that, you know who kills it is uh, Snoop Dogg. So Snoop Dogg's always posting memes or some weird, weird I, I think it was, you know, some people just repost bullshit yeah, on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not yeah, that it's yeah. bullshit, but it's like, I don't even yeah, know about this meme, but some people just, fun. yeah, they're just like, here's, I think it may have been, I don't know who, it was some rapper's thing that I saw it on. Dude, I remember, me and Aziz were in um, were in Berlin, right? And uh, we're doing a show, but outside the show was like, I guess the hot spot to practice parkour. <laughs> Dude, the practicing is not as cool as like the stunts because they're just like jumping like from here to here onto a ledge with the tiniest of their feet. So it's just like, so for a while, me and Aziz's brother, like Aniz, um, went for a walk. I went to smoke and, you know, I don't like to smoke in like stadiums when like we're in a different country. Cause at least in this country, I can be like, come on, dude. (laughs) Like in another country, they can just take your hand. So I'm just like, so we went for a walk and I was just like, yo, what's with these people? Like, what's this exercise? And then like, we slowly like watched it from afar and was like, oh, they're all doing like the end of parkour moves. (laughs) This guy just rolling around. He was just rolling and he was perfecting his role for after he does the jump. Cause all of that is so broken down into so many moves. It's incredible. Yeah. It's all like uh, choreographed, as yeah, they say. Yeah, no, and it, it's like, like to the point, like they're jumping on and off a ledge that's only this far apart, just to like know how it feels to get your toes on that peak. Like it's really wild. That's what I love about, like I love that shit, man. I'm glad you brought that. I wouldn't do it. I don't want any broken ankles. I just rolled my ankle the other week. I hadn't done it in years, and it fucked me up, man. Hardcore like, is skateboarding without the skateboarding, dude. Yeah. <laughs> It is just so, yeah, you got to be a crazy ass street kid to want to run off. Can you imagine if parkour was around when we were in school, man? Yeah, it was just called the crazy kid that fucking climbed on the roof of houses and jumped off and broke his arm, man. His brother, that's why his brothers died. There was no future in that. Yeah, yeah. But no, those are the, but then there's the kids that land the, make the landing. <laughs> yeah. That's what the parkour kids, but then some people had to die to learn how to do that shit. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's a, but I like, you know what else I don't like violence, dude. Like I'm, I'm pretty much of a pacifist and, uh, you know, I believe in God and all that shit. You don't like violence, dog. But I like, you know what I like? I like fake violence. Dude, I like bad karate movies. Is there anything better than good? Bro, fate? I watch World Star Daily. <laughs> I know. I grew up in fucking public school in DC. I grew up with that shit traumatizing my psyche, man. I can't watch fucking straight up street fights, man. Even now, like, because I was around a lot of them, you know, people fought. And, yeah, uh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I was born in 72 in dc and then in virginia too like people fought i got paddled (laughs) in public school (laughs) yeah i never got hit by anybody but like family 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, back then, that was kind of the, the standard. You just like got hit at school. Yeah, you got yeah. hit in school. And people were fighting. But I always walk away from fights. I didn't like that energy. That's what I was going to say. I know the World Star stuff is dope. I love World Star too. It's like, you know, it's like chocolate covered, you know, whatever, you know, it's just like everybody has their candy. And that stuff is just like, they got, what's the new video? What's the new hype uh, hip hop? You're of the younger, I like some of this trap. What's the shit that they're listening to right now? You're always up. Are you still up on hip hop? No, that's, that's dude, that's, that's, I always go to Jordan Rock. Like Jordan always has the newest of everything, like every music that comes out. Like he'll send me something and I'm just like, I don't even understand what this guy's saying. <laughs> I was like six months behind to catch on to the words of the shit um no i just i don't know i've been did you watch uh the little peep documentary on netflix i wanted to i wanted a guilty pleasure i i, I have um, he is a guilty pleasure video on youtube like i scour videos like i'm a music yeah. video when i was little i would just sit there and watch music videos like mtv vh1 that i didn't watch sports i would just watch music videos so uh i saw some little peep and i think he's fascinating even all that new generation of hip hop. The documentary did great at Sundance, man. It's really, 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 really incredible documentary. And I just been stuck in his music for a little bit, but um, yeah, he excited. Is it good? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he is a trip. It is out there. It is kind of punk rock because it's emo and then it's like trap hop. And it's then he's also rapping about doing cocaine. His grandfather is incredible and it's like why the documentary is awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's, it's a great watch. It's a bit depressing, but it's like, it's what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, over and over again, man. It's crazy. The ego is something that's really trippy, man. And just being in show business and seeing it happen, it's like, gotta watch out for the ego yeah you lose uh -huh. your ego and you get all the control yeah <laughs> uh so you're jumping a lot of rope you're not smoking weed you're eating vegetarian and you're writing a television show is that what you that is that the is that the gig i mean that is like a pretty solid fucking like run around that's a good law what is it long line that's yeah, 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 yeah. It's a long line. It's not like very exciting right now, but like, yeah, man, I try to like, I try to like work hard. So you just did a gig with Mulaney and Berbiglia. That's fucking dope, man. Yeah, man. I mean, Mulaney's just such a great guy. And me and him met because I was opening for him and Pete. And we just got along from the moment we met. And he's just, me and him just go for walks. Fucking hard. Are you guys the same age? No. He's much older? I believe. I don't know how I'm I'm You don't I'm, have to say. I, I'll say I'm 31. Mm -hmm. Um I believe I bet he's like 34. Really? I would think that you guys would have like No, he's just, 38. What's that? He's 38. Oh yeah. Yeah, I knew he was older than my brother. So um 
Yeah, we just got along from the moment we met, and he's just so funny. And so, like, dude, he's so, like, his jokes are just so much smarter, and he's just, uh, he's a good guy, too. So, yeah, man. To work with him more is great. And then, like, yeah, if there's, like, one person in the crowd that's awesome always, it's his. Yeah, he, uh, his, his work ethic is so good, and then he's just naturally funny and a great writer. And, yeah. It's always good to work with people that are like awesome because <laughs> it makes you not slack out. Exactly. Exactly. And then the, the dude. And it's natural to slack out. Like that's, you know, it's just like you will slack out unless somebody's killing it in front of you, you might lose your job. It's like, so you got to, you just got to play, you, you know, you got to play in the NBA when it's time to play in the NBA, man. Mulaney's so dope that like, dude, like, to me, like Mulaney, just like he, we go for walks and people recognize him with a mask on. <laughs> it's really crazy. I'm like, how? How'd you get that? <laughs> Whoa, for real? He wears a mask? He wears a mask and people recognize him. It's That's really how cool. famous he is. That's what's yeah. so trippy for a dude like me, in my perspective, just seeing that happen, man. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was I, I saw it twice and I was just like, wow, that's wild. Does he like it or is it rough? Is that too much fame, do you think? I mean, you've been around. The thing is, Ricky has been around Pete Davidson. You tour with Pete Davidson. You met oh, John wow. Mulaney. Yeah. And you're now you're on sets with Judd Apatow. I mean, you've been around super, super duper famous people. And you know it's intense. What's the vibe? Is, is, is he having a good time or is it? Uh, who's having a good time? Would, is Mulaney having a good time with the super fame, wearing a mask and stuff like that? I think everybody's just fine with it. I mean, like, everybody just wants everything to be better again, you know? Like, it's just, I, I, I don't think, I don't think, like, Mulaney's also one of the nicest guys. I've never seen him turn away anybody. Neither has Pete Davidson, by the way. And people never fucking bring that up. But, like, he takes... Yeah, care. he's cool, man. I tell you, man. Everybody that asks for a picture gets one. He's very, like, he'll stay. Like, it's so, but... um. Pete's always been good with me. Always been cool. I remember all our conversations. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I didn't realize, I forgot all about COVID. You were, t I thought he was wearing a mask, like, to protect that people recognize him. You're saying yeah. it was a COVID mask. Well, people saw that shit. Through, yeah. Walking through pandemic, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause you can't recognize anybody. How's your mask? Do you go surgical? Do you go bandana? Or are you going filter fresh? All right, man, I'm diverse. You know this. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You do mix it up. <laughs> if you ever want to check out my man's wardrobe, he goes out. He'll mix it up, man. So, um, yeah, I got a few masks. Um, yeah, I just, I mean, whatever works at this point, like, that's just like, I just mask up all day. Are you, are you vents? Do you have vents? Yeah, dude, my new joint. Yeah. Well, I went bandana, but then I heard word on the street was the bandana didn't really work as good. Like it was kind of bunk. I saw a really funny, I saw a really funny uh, video where this guy was like, masks don't work. And then somebody gave him a mask and made him try to make him uh, blow a candle out through it. And he wasn't able to do it. <laughs> <laughs>
If you ever want to watch somebody mad blowing out a candle, it's going to be that guy. Yeah, it was really great. It was really great. No, you got to wear your mask. I got a new, fresh one. I got my, I got this one, but this is, I got, I bought three of them at a time, but it has a filter. It's made out of this good cloth. Like it's like neoprene, like it's like, it's just super comfy. And then it hooks under my chin and goes over my nose and it fits on there perfect. And it just What made you buy this one? Because uh, I, I did bandanas first. And I heard they oh. weren't cool. So then I was stepped up my game. I did that, and then I got some dad sandals. So what I got that? Some, oh, wow, yeah. What you know about that? You got to rock some dad sandals, my man. Yeah, I got a pair of Birkins during, uh, during, the, uh, during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Birkenstocks will work all day, every day, man. Uh, I was going to say, I always, because with this, uh, you've been so good to do this podcast, man. We can wind it down. But I, with some of the themes I want to hit, we hit. Like, we talked a little bit about we, creativity, zen, your career. But I wanted to talk about music. Did you ever get into, like, a hippie stage? Did you ever see, like, the, got into the Almond Brothers or uh, the Grateful Dead or Fish or any of that? No, not really. Like, so I came up on Blink-182, man, like, in their hype. Like they're hype, hype. Like my older brother was three years older than me. So like when I was in the fourth grade, I got in trouble for going into school with the Mark, Tom and Travis show. Oh, wow. Um, so we, we were stuck on that for years. And then as I got into high school, I started like, uh, I started listening to a lot more rap, just a lot of rap. And that's like, that's like when little Wayne came on the, like, yeah, I was in high school for a Millie, yeah. like when a Millie came out. So like that was awesome. Yeah, the, I remember when that record hit, and I remember listening to it on the radio. Actually, I remember. I always I remember when uh, more money, junior more high, problems hit the radio. High, junior high was Fifty Cent, and we were from. Queens. Oh yeah, I remember the first time I heard Wild. the Wangster beat. I was in Williamsburg, and it came out of a hood car. And somebody was pumping that wangster. Dun, 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 dun. I remember that because you can always, if you if you hear the right cars playing the right music, you know that what the fucking jam's about to be, man. And I remember hearing that shit, and I'm being like, oh god, that is funky, man. This dude is yeah. hard. Yeah. So Fifty, when Fifty came out, that was like really when I started listening to rap. Truly, it was probably yeah. He came out. Ja Rule went to my middle school, and we stopped claiming him because Fifty came out. <laughs> no joke. Like he killed Ja in his own junior high. So yeah, that was when we started. Like or it's Ja Rule. I mean, I hate to diss on anybody, but he is. He is a bully, but that dude is kind of punk. <laughs> I mean, 50's amazing at being a bully. It's really funny. Yeah, he is just a bully, but and yeah. And he's got some jams. Uh, but Blink-182, they got some jams, man. I like Blink-182. Yeah, so, all the so, small things, right? Is that them? Yeah, all the... Dude, I, I had every single album. Um, my, my parents wouldn't let me go, but my older brother used to go all the concerts. Um, it was just... My first concert I ever went to was the Beastie Boys, which was tight. My older brother brought me to that. And- uh, That's a good older brother. What year was that? And where was it? Was, it? it was when K-Rock still existed. Howard mm -hmm. Stern was on K-Rock at the time. And they had the dysfunctional family picnic every year. And my brother won the tickets. And uh, we saw the Beastie Boys the year they came out with the New York album. Yeah. And that was the year Jay-Z retired and he came out and did 99 Problems with that. It was sick. 
oh, at, shit. at Jones Beach Theater. It was like, oh, shit. and like, I was, dude, I, I was maybe a freshman in high school and it was like the sickest thing that we saw. Uh, the wait, dark a second. wait a second, we gotta review this again. Okay, so you saw the Beasties on this and I remember these, so these radios would do these like holiday shows, but they would put a bunch of like the killer band of the 90s it, it, or whatever. It, yeah. it was the darkness. Taking yeah, darkness got a jam, yeah. I believe in a thing. Bingo, no. <laughs> they couldn't ever top, I believe on thing. But if you put that on at a bar at 2 a.m. They were amazing. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably they melted were, the room. Yeah, that guy's a performer. Taking Back Sunday, um, Thursday, um, uh, what was the other one that was big during that year? Oh, uh, Brand New. So like we watched, the Newfound Glory was there. Like, so we just like, that was my first concert and it was like the most fun I've ever had in my life. Oh, that's rad, man. That yeah. is the raddest. Yeah. And the, Jones Beach, and Jones Beach is in Long Island. Where is that? Is that in Coney Island? Long Island. It used to be the Tommy Hilfiger Theater. It's not anymore. I think oh, wow. It was like the Nikon theater, then it was this, it was that. But it's, it's, there's this theater that's outdoors and it's on the water. Oh, shit. That sounds that's sick. Fun. Yeah, they did, a, they did a, what's it called there? A, uh, what were those? Uh, oddball. Oh, wow. Yeah, they did the Oddball tour there. And, um, but uh, it was just, it's, it, it, I, so like, yeah. So then I just listened to rap a lot all through high school. And that's when Dipset was out. Like that dip was, set, like, yeah, set, that's like, yeah, there was, there was a lot of like, just. Cameron is just an ill rapper. And so is, uh, is, is uh, the other cat, not Jim Jones, but. Um, Six Nine's album comes out today. But I'm talking about, oh, Six Nine, I, I read some shit about Six Nine today. I went deep on it, and I was like, what the fuck am I reading? It's fascinating. He's the most it's fascinating so fascinating, completely fascinating. It's very fascinating. Uh, but, uh, oh, Jules Santana, that's what I was gonna say. Joel, yeah, Joel. Joel Santana, that's what I'm talking about. No, uh, you know, Six Nine, I don't even know if hip hop's even hip hop now, man. I don't even know if that is, that's what I'm, is hip hop square these days? Like, I think with the hip kids, it's kind of square. What's the difference between 6 9 and Drake when it comes to faking it? Uh, I don't know. They're both different. You know, they're both, they're both actors, I guess. I don't even know. I don't even know what it, it's It's a on. show, man. It's a show. It's, it's not a And they both kind of have jams, though. Yeah. No, dude, Drake hits. Six oh, Drake hits. You can't even deny it. Yeah, like, if you put it on right now, we would start dancing. No, if you hate Drake, you can't go to the club. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go outside. He's everywhere, man. Yeah, yeah. Drake, it just, it's, un, you know, Kiki, you know, do you love, it's going to make you go nuts. When I look at, like, the shit he raps about and then, like, what six, it's like, yeah, it's kind of somebody rapping about gangster shit that, came up out of Degrassi, but all right. Like, I'll act like it's, it's. Yeah, it Drake doesn't rap that he's a gangster. I don't think Drake is that fake. I think Drake just did it smart. Drake, Drake has had some lines that, that, that definitely have been picked out in the press about his uh, notoriety in the, in the gangster world. Yeah, but everybody's done that. Everybody. Yeah, they so all say everybody's done that. 
600 the most. They're yeah. all actors. They're not these hard. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. We all, it's showbiz, especially the more deep you go into showbiz. You just, that's why I talk about the ego and how you, are you meditating? No. Oh, you gotta meditate. Meditate is the, well, you don't have to do anything. I, I just like, I want to be taught it. So I'm doing it the right way. Everything I, I, I can't, like, I want to like actually go ahead and like take classes and figure out how to do that. You can just read a book just how to meditate for five minutes. It's literally just how to shut your brain off. Yeah, but, I'd love to know that. Yeah, because your brain isn't supposed to think all day. That's the tricky thing about being creative and being a comedian is like you get those gears running and like um, those gears are good, but not running all day. It's like how my fucking computer broke last night. You know, the shit, you know, I, I jammed it up, but it was right at the five year mark, man. I was just so pissed. I was like, you can't squeeze out another year. I haven't watched any porn on this shit. I've kept this thing clean and you guys are going to drop it at five right on me like I'm this. I'm one of those people that are so bad with computers too. The minute it shuts down, I don't even try to fix it. I'm just like, yeah, we need a new one. Like we can't. You're on to the you know, next one. Yeah, no, I'm going to work these. I'm working them. I'm working them. <laughs> I'm calling help desk. I was down at the you store start, first thing in the morning. Stop taking updates and shit. You're like, nah, I ain't even taking that update. I just yeah. live in this now. <laughs> this is it. Yeah, this is it. This is my job. Me against Apple. And this computer's got to get back on because I got some bomb ass scripts here. <laughs> Shout out to this bomb ass coffee, uh, which is uh, from Java. What's this joint? Sorry, my man. Java Joe Brooklyn. It's called Deadhead. No, and it's a really dark bean. Give them a shout. That's just for the audio. And uh, <laughs> you're just so you're not drinking any coffee, man. You're doing it. Yeah, yeah. I am the drinking thing, coffee, but I'm trying. Like I'm, 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 I'm. Check out this book called Lao Tzu, the Book of the Way, and it's really peaceful. And it's not. Well, it's it's the beginning of Taoism. But that's what I've been getting into. Just like any of these books will teach you, like all the words are just a way of pointing you to shut your brain off, you know? Okay. It's all like all, all, even all religion, even all the Bible are certain aspects just to point to a certain direction. So meditation is just pointing to the direction of learning how to stop thinking. Yeah. And once you get to that, you start to recognize where your ego is and you go to your natural self and your natural self is more, I don't know, uh, it's, it's more not as, it gets away from the anxiety and all that. Like your more natural self makes more natural decisions and uh, you treat yourself naturally. <laughs> Do you get out to na nature at all? Do you hike at all? Do you ever get crunchy? Do you eat granola? Granola, yeah, I try, dude. There's this new granola I keep putting in my ice cream. Oh, I like that. So amazing. so amazing. Chocolate ice cream or you go coffee ice cream? What's that? When you go uh, the granola into the ice cream. Coffee ice cream? That's for yeah. crazy people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for me. I love some coffee <laughs> ice cream. I like caramel. I like dark chocolate. I like it. I do mix it up. Uh, what's your ice cream flavor when you go to? Well, I'm I'm a Queens kid, so I'm into ice pops, man. I can eat, uh, I, I can I can live off ice pops all day. Um, what, is those the round joints that you push up? Yeah, either those or just like we call those. The, what's that? What do you call them? The push ups. Yeah, either though, but uh, they're just like 
either those or like I mean, I try to eat like a healthier version of them now, right? Like you just try to like eat the ones with real fruit in it, but. Yeah, they got those, they got the oat milk ones. Well, I haven't seen those. My wife just got these ones that are all plant-based that were really dope. Yeah, I fucks with all that, man. I've been, I've tried oat milk ice cream. I do almond milk sometimes and I do whole milk. Almond milk can change up your stomach though if you just go from milk to almond. You gotta yeah, I, you gotta slow that in. That's not that's not just a jump from bam to bam. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I can see that if your body's used to it. I don't drink that much milk. I just use my milk to cut my coffee, and then I put a little bit in my smoothie in the morning. That's about as much milk I rock. All right, I, I think that's enough for you to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're the man, Ricky. I appreciate your time, man. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for coming through and good luck with the script. My man, thank you. Yeah, and I hope to see you. Wash your hands, wear a mask. Later, bro. Yeah, thank you for less. Thank you very much. I love you. Be well. Peace. Love you too. Peace.